to Dr. Lovely's Couch Cafe. It's your host, Dr. Lovely, here. I can't call it today, but I want to say this one thing. I am in awe, in gratitude, above and beyond abundance in blessings I have not been in this state in so long you don't even know oh yeah is his name worthy is he above all things and everything you don't know you will be surprised right the things that he has in store for you I'm going to call that scripture where he says, oh, taste and see that Yahweh is good. Man. Over the past three days, right? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Coming into today. I mean, like... Even my man normally like piles up and shit. So I take my time and look at it because most of the time I ain't in there at all. Period. Nothing for me. Nothing of value. Nothing like, hey, let me check my mail. It's normally like, oh shit, I don't want to check the mail. So Friday, man. I'm praying that everything that had transpired on Friday, and the only thing I want to talk about right now is that I actually got um, somebody to give me a space to hold my counseling groups for the kids free of charge. Only God can do that. You understand me? But... But mind you, I've been going through all this stuff at work. I get to work and it's all kind of chaos going on. But you know what? He told me he would handle the situation and he did that. Did it in a way that I didn't even expect. God is so good and faithful. If you trust him, if you walk with him, if you serve him, he will bless you. When I think about the Torah saying, Um, In Deuteronomy 28 said all these if you do all these things I commend you to do this day all of these blessings will come upon you and overtake you but if you don't if you don't all of these curses will come upon you and overtake you see God has never been slack in his word period our unfaithfulness all the time but him never 
You hear me? So, Saturday, I had my yard sale. I'm looking through the mail. And I'm like, that looked like a check. Nigga, it was a check. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't think it was coming. I knew nothing about it. So, I opened it up. And I'm like, oh, what was it? The very interesting thing, too, is that I wasn't even supposed to get the money, right? I was only supposed to get $200, but they sent me another check. But the cold piece about this is, niggas, niggas, the IRS even sent me extra money that I was not expecting. God has been some, whew, man, it's been a minute, all of this in one day. I'm telling you, I cannot, and I do mean I cannot even tell you the last time blessings flew like this in my life, because it's been a minute, but it helps me to understand I'm back on track in that spiritual level I'm supposed to be. I get to work on Saturday. Oh, Lord, have mercy they was cutting out, but it was all good, because I'm sitting, talking to the nurse practitioner again about, you know, just parting wisdom. We have these dialogues and stuff, so the young men come in, and we talking and whatnot, and he's like, he's like, bro, bro. I'm like, what? He's like, he's like, man, I thought I was deep, but I'm up here. He dropped his hand and was like, she this deep. You might want to sit down and listen. So we just talking, and and the thing about it is, is I have been listening to these Torah portions and I just been praying and seeking God and just soaking in the Torah portions. And I've been sending them all over the place. Everybody gets some. You can get some. You can get some. You can get some. I don't know how many people have been listening to what I've been sending, but you understand what I'm saying. And there was something he said in there that convicted my spirit so bad. And I talked a little bit about this last week when, when he talked about... Um, how we we um we adjust ourselves when we around other people because of our belief systems tend to 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 contradict someone else and offend them because the kind of world we live in we're so afraid to have conversations or say something to offend somebody but see i, I think about when the scripture talk about you being ashamed of me right like a before men i know it's new testament nigga to think what it says this shit but when I think about still, our ancestors were very vocal about their beliefs and what they stood on. And whether or not anybody liked it really didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So I thought about those things and, and, and how, you know, God works. You understand? Like, we serve... We serve an amazing God. He's like so freaking awesome. He's like so freaking awesome. You know what I'm saying? He is. And and I don't think anybody really get it. They don't understand. They don't get it. But I'm I'm just so I'm so happy right now. God is so good. You know what I'm saying? God is so 
good he is. Phenomenal in everything. So I'm excited. So mind you now, um, I'm sitting here, you know, um, I've been reading this new book I got. Um, and it's become so interesting because it's discussing um Christopher Columbus, right? So hold on, let me get that book right quick. Cause I'm gonna tell you why I'm reading what I'm reading today. Um, or I'm going over the lesson I'm reading today. This is what it said. And it just brought some very interesting things to me. But before I get to it, let me read up here because it says something very interesting first that kind of brought me in. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get let me get the light. So it was it was the book is called Christopher Columbus and the Participation of the Jews in the Spanish and Portuguese Discoveries. Right? Well technically they aren't discovered. They just not, they not. Yeah. So it states um uh Lo Chue Pascal a El Judo de los Baharas, it was called the map, he was called the map Jew or the compass Jew, just as his friend Moses Ramos or Romondos Bartolomeu was particularly known as El Potoguero or the parchment maker. The maps of Yufuda Kreske were highly prized, not merely by navigators, but also by kings and princes. Now, mind you now, goddamn, mind you now, goddamn. I remember when our retarded ass history teachers and History books told you about them motherfucking maps from way back when and how, well, you know, they were off-centered. Mind you, these people, these are these people's jobs. So if they weren't good at what the fuck they did, do you think kings would be paying them money to do the shit that they did? It's how they sell us stuff and how we buy bullshit. And it takes logic and reasoning to really decipher what's being presented to us. But remember, we're not thought to teach, we're not thought to think, right, from a cognitive perspective, where we break down things, waver out what's correct and incorrect, get into some research to really find out whether what's presented before us is true. We take things at face value. It's a teacher. She went to college. Why would she lie? He's my teacher. He went to college. Why would he lie? These people went to school. But you're not thinking they're just being fed the same series of lies. You know, like our ancestors were when it came to Christianity. I know y'all niggas get mad when I talk about that. 
but it's okay. We'll get over it eventually. Let me tell you what was so interesting about this weekend. And I'm going to go into this last part about this book. The last, that very interesting thing about this weekend, it was talking to the young guy along with um, my coworker. And he was talking to the young man about Bible. And we were having this dialogue about Hebrew, Hebrew um, language and, and um, the differences in the writing between the New Testament and the Old Testament and the things that you can obviously see and the things that most people miss. And the brother said, you know, the sad part about it is most of us are ignorant because we don't read the Bible. And he said, our pastors only give us a verse or two, and then they build upon those two verses, but they never read out the whole chapter to you so that you can have a full understanding. But as a psychologist, right, if you really want to brainwash someone, you leave out key information. You give them small or the most smallest amount of information, and then you fill it with a bunch of other stuff. So you only focus on the key information and the rest of the stuff you're not going to obtain because it's irrelevant. So you build upon what you can remember or what you hold dear. So the best way to program someone is to give them key points and fill them up with fillers, which are often a way of explaining the same narrative over and over again. So you're just um, constantly repeating the same scriptures over and over again, and the filler part just support the scriptures that you've already been told. So it's like and brainwashed it pretty much what the shit is because you're not given the whole context it's not written in I mean it's not given to you in context meaning what was being what was going on in that chapter and the only way I can explain it is the one you hear the most in the church bring all the tithes to the storehouse or will a man rob God surely he's robbed him in his tithes and offerings well in the context it's not talking about the parishioners or the people within the church. In the context, that verse is only talking to the priest because the priests were stealing from God like they ask still is today, goddamn. So if I would have read it to you in fullness, you would have understood, oh shit, the priest was stealing God's money? Well, why the hell are they reading it to me? Because this doesn't apply to me. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a minister, so it doesn't apply. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Getting back to it. <laughs> so, this is the piece, and then we're going to go into what I was going to read, because it's real quick, but I just got to give you a little history and background. According to his own assertion, the incentive that impelled him, Christopher Columbus, to plan his discoveries 
was not a love of science, as y'all niggas is told, but his interpretation of the prophecies of Isaiah. Oh, oh, father, what was it? Niggas, niggas, the prophecies of Isaiah. When I read that, I said, oh, shit, niggas, goddamn, I got to read Isaiah. Because that's the only way we will understand why Christopher Columbus has came to the Americas. But we already know, or as the book told me, was this nigga was brushing up on all the Hebrew shit he could. Yeah, yes, he was. <laughs> but you know the very interesting thing while I was reading this? Something came to mind. The motherfucking Knights Templar. Niggas, niggas, oh niggas. They found the Knights Templars. Um, signature all over the, all over the, um, Americas, South America, North America, everywhere. Remember the Templars were going to fight wars where? In Jerusalem. Father, what was it? Niggas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was my connect the dot dot. But I know, niggas. I know. I'm a colored woman. And I'm not a white man or a white woman. And the only thing y'all do is listen to the voice of the white man. Because the black woman don't know shit. But it's okay. It's okay. I got some stuff from them too. Yeah, yeah, I do. But it's going to be all right. We're going to get to Isaiah. And we're going to read this. Because we finna find out some shit. And please, please don't forget. We going back to the old stuff. I'm not, I'm not done. Even though that is the most ADHD thing I have, I always do. We gonna get our life together. All right, hold on. Okay, so peep. Hold on one second. Okay, so one should take note, right? When we're looking at the text of Isaiah, it's intended for a specific audience in connection with a specific set of circumstances. Meaning, when you reading Isaiah, it is only talking to Israel alone. Okay, understand that, period. It's only addressing Israel, period, point blank. It's a specific audience. How do we know? It starts with chapter one, which is where we finna go to. It is logical for the text to be read and heard from its perspective this way, right? So when we get to the beginning of it all, this is where it starts, and I'm giving you a little historical context, right? Mind you, Isaiah's name is Yasha Yahu. It means God is salvation. I'm going to say that shit one more time, niggas. His name is Yasha Yahu. 
meaning God is salvation. Yahuwah is salvation. Nigga, father, father, what was it? Did it say Jesus is salvation? No, no, it didn't. His name is Yasha Yahu, that the father, the creator, him and him alone is salvation. Father, what was it? Huh? What? Niggas? Lies? Huh? Niggas. 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 Yeah, they lied. Now let's get to it. All right. Chapter one starts this with with the, the this is the history. Um, the king of the day is the history of Joash, the father of Amaratsa, the grandfather of Uzziah. Um, let me get these glasses together. Athelia, the daughter of Jezebel, you know who she is, right? the wife of King Ahab, a pagan worshiper of Baal, and usurper, or he usurped the throne of David, when Jehu of the northern kingdom murdered the southern kingdom's king, Ahazah, Ahazah was father to Joash, Atiliath killed all of the other sons of Azah that Jehu had missed, except Joash, who was hidden away by his sister as a baby. You find that in Second Chronicles. Chapter 22. When Jaash was only seven years old, Jehoda, the high priest, sounds familiar, don't it? Gathered Levites and heads of families from Judah to the temple of Jerusalem. They formed a troop of armed guards and put the crown of Josh's on Josh's head. And Atilaha cried, treason, but had no support. She was killed outside the temple. And the reign of David's offspring was restored. Father, what was it? Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah, I see this. I see where we're going with this. Under the guidance of Jehodah, Josh repaired the temple and restored the daily sacrifices. But when Jehadah died, the princes of Judah seduced Josh into worshiping idols. Jehadah's son, Zechariah, warned the people not to disobey Yahuwah. But on command of Josh, Joash, I'm sorry, he was stoned to death. They didn't play. Hmm. Soon as the army of the Syrians, not the Assyrians, came up against Joash 
and Judah was defeated by a small force, Joash was wounded and his servants assassinated him. Second Chronicles 24. Joash's spiritual life depended on the spiritual power of the high priest. Oh, what did I tell you next? Who? Who was the mediator? What was it, Father? Huh? You proved me again? Ah, oh, shit, niggas. The high priest. Moving on. When the priest died, Joash's spiritual life died also. So Joash was a palatable creature of the leaders of Judah, good or bad. The vision of Isaiah, he was a seer. That's the term. Yeah. A prophet whose eye could see above the details of politics, economics, family life, and personal needs. Seeing Israel and the world from God's perspective. What's the purpose of a prophet? To bring understanding and to turn the people's hearts back to who? God. Every time. Every prophet's job is to turn the people's heart back to God. No other purpose but to turn their hearts back to God. See, father, what was it? Niggas. See, niggas, y'all got a whole different understanding. What the hell do you think a watchman is? They sit on the wall and they warn the people of what's coming for them. All right, I'm done. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. Isaiah was on duty in the southern kingdom during the reign of Uts, uh, Utsa, uh, Jotham, Oz, and Hezekiah in the years 740 to 687 BC. During his tenure, the northern kingdom of Israel was wiped out by the Assyrians. Who? The Assyrians. After the Assyrians, they went into the Babylonian captivity. And the city of Jerusalem was under siege. Hmm. Let's get to it. Um, Isaiah chapter 1, 2-6. Hear, O heavens, give ear. O earth, Yahuwah has spoken. Who spoken? The Father has spoken. Ain't, 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 ain't no other uh, thing going on here. All you got to do right now is just listen up to what he's about to say. And pay attention real, real close. Because see, it's some shit that you really need to understand. Because God don't play. Y'all been giving the pity pat. Ooh, soft. No matter what I do, God going to love me. And ooh, yeah. He just going to do whatever I want him to do. Because that's what he do. Hmm. Never. Yahuwah has spoken. Sons, I reared and raised. And they rebel against me. What did he say, goddamn? He said, he brought you up. He dusted you off. He gave you a name. He even provided you to be a nation among all the nations to be prized and looked up to. Even though you ain't know they was you. 
But now your ass do, and you still ain't shit. And I mean that. Neither am I. Goddamn. He said he raised you up, and you rebelled against him. How did you rebel? You didn't keep his statutes, nor his commands, nor turn away from any wickedness or done any of the shit he told y'all ass to do. Y'all still want to eat your pork. Y'all still want to do whatever it is you want to do. You still not going to seek him. You're not going to praise him. You're not going to do any of those things. You're going to do what you want to do because you want to do these things. Somebody asked a question um, to us last week as we was preparing and getting ready to deal with some of the stuff that's going on in the city with this gun violence situation. What's going to happen or how can we stop it? Well, how the hell do you stop rebellion? Because if they rebelling against each other, what will we be able to say to get them to stop? When you've raised them, your children, these are your children. These are our children that we've raised. If you put any substance in them, if we don't put substance in them, what will we get out of them? And who can you blame when you get nothing from them? Because it's our responsibility to do what? Rear them up. But we ain't rearing them up. We letting the TV and the rap music and the video games and the cartoons. Do you realize how satanic cartoons are today? I went to work. And you know what's the interesting thing? I'm sitting at work and I'm having these dialogues with my coworkers and these women's around here with these crystals and and and, and shit. And witchcraft and shit and the men is all the way on the other level. What the is going on in the black community where the black man and the black woman ain't even standing right together spiritually. We're so disconnected as a people where the heads of the house is at two odds. We can't even see on the same page spiritually, let alone together mentally, financially or intimately. Moving on. An ox knows his owner and as his master's pen. Israel does not know my people do not consider. What do you think he mean? Should even the donkey know who own it? Even the donkey donkey know who's responsible for them. Soon as you come out the door, even a dog knows who owns it. It greets you soon as you, you, it sees you. But, but, but God's people don't even know who he is. Oh, errant nation, iniquity laden people, broad of evildoers, miscreant sons, miscreant, rebel rousers. Hellions running all over the town doing all kinds of shit, killing one another, destroying one another with no motherfucking regard, period, point blank. They will blow you away. Lady came into work last night and said, I got to go to the hospital because my sister, son, is fighting for his life. They got some new shit that they put on the gun. That spray bullets like they've been shot out of out of a um, sawed-off shotgun, like buckshots. 
tore this child whole stomach up. Now he ain't got kidneys because they taking him. Lungs messed up. Intestines fucked up. Guess how old the child was? 17. What was he doing? That rap music would, where they be beefing with each, each other. Because it's a thing now. And the aunt said she was trying to get him to understand that you might not be in the streets doing the stuff, but you still preaching it every day. And your whole friends around you is doing the very thing you rapping about. Oh, come on here now, Father, today. Come on here now. And this might cut a couple of y'all, but I really don't give a shit. Because my job is to make sure you, I tell you the truth, whether or not you want to hear it. Okay, moving on with it now. But they are miscreants, are they not? Who abandoned Yahuwah? Despised Israel's Holy One. Turn back. Do they despise God? Yes, they do. You hear kids saying they hate him. You hear people say they don't acknowledge him. People say that he don't exist. People saying, calling on multiple God's names and shit because they got to cover something. Okay, okay. I'm tripping though today. I'm tripping. Where shall one strike you again? Oh, see, um, I'm trying to tell you now. Turn back to me. Um, if you don't, it's going to be your ass. Because that's exactly how I see that. Who abandoned you, who would despise Israel's holy one, turn back. Where shall one strike you again? Where shall I hit your ass now? Because I didn't hit you once, but surely you ain't heard nor seen anything that I told you to do. Didn't I hit you with that? Did you listen then? No, then I hit you with that. Did that get your attention? Uh Uh-uh. One day, you will learn to take heed to what he's telling you and to be obedient to what he's instructed you. Either you are going to do what he said or you're not. And if you don't, what did he say? Where will one strike you again? You go... On turning away, the whole head is injured. The whole heart is sick. From sole of foot to head, no soundness in it. Sore and gash, raw wound, not drained, not dressed, not softened with oil, meaning I'm kicking your ass all over the place. You have wounds all over your body. It ain't even healed yet. And now I got to hit you again and it ain't healed yet. And I hit you again and it still ain't healed. And you out here tripping still and you ain't learnt from me beating your ass. I'm just saying. Your land is desolate, your cities consumed with fires, your soil in your sight of which foreigners eat a desolation like a storm's devastation. Is that not what they did? 
when it came in and took the land and tore down anything that was there because ain't shit left that was here when they got here. The interesting thing about the book, right? It literally said when they came here that they had buildings so massive that they could fit 300 people inside. That ain't no fucking TP. Where the fuck is that shit at in your history book? Father God, huh? What was it? I know y'all think I be making up shit. I know y'all think I don't know what I'm talking about. I know y'all ain't gonna research half of the shit that I done already said to you to this day. But mind you now, when the white man came upon the shores, there were buildings so big that 300 people could fit in them. But if you really think about the, the people in their culture and how families lived amongst each other, it would make a whole lot of goddamn sense. But it's a reason why he studied up on our culture before he came upon these shores. But I know. Hmm. I'm going to keep reading. And lovely Zion left over like a hut in a vineyard. Father God in heaven, come on here now, God. Because that's all y'all had left after they destroyed everything. Then they told y'all y'all ass slept in teepees. All right. All right. It's a reason why there's certain very critical key words spoken here that y'all ass don't pay attention to. But it's good. Like a learn, like a lean to on a melon patch. The city preserved. If Yahuwah of armies had not left us a remnant. Oh, Father God, we might be destroyed and there would be none of us left. But thank God you left some, not all, but a few of us left. Ones that won't bow to Baal, ones that won't worship other gods. One will stand in the gap for his brother and sister. One that don't have no problem with following what you told them to do. Hmm. As we have been like Sodom and Gomorrah compared. Because it was only a few people that walked away from that, right, Lot? His wife and his daughters. But his his wife, she didn't know how to let go of the filth she came from. She had to turn back, meaning she missed it. But not recognizing she was delivered from something. I know y'all know. Hear the word of Yahuwah, notables of Sodom. Give ear to your Yah's instruction, people of Gomorrah. What to me are your many slaughters, says Yahuwah. What can you give me? What can you give unto me? There is nothing that I need from you. So how can you give me anything? The only thing I ever asked you for was your service and your obedience. But you can't give me neither one of those. But we wonder why our our lives is full of hell and and everywhere we turn there's destruction and mayhem and, and, and loss and disappointment. Huh. Father. 
I am state. I am satted with whole burnt rams, fat of fed beast, blood of bullocks, lambs, and he goats. I'm not pleased that you come to see my face. Who asked this from your hangings that you trample my courts? You come here giving me your sacrifices and offerings and your tithes and whatnot. In 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 lieu of of what? Because when you walk away, you are still the same. You ain't changed shit. You ain't done nothing. I done already told you what to do, but surely you ain't listening to any of the things that I told you to do. When I set the standard and told you to do some shit and y'all still doing what the hell you want to do, what is the purpose of giving me your lip service? For what? Hmm. Do not continue bringing offerings. Its savor is false. To me, an abomination. New moons and Sabbath calling of convocation. I cannot abide assembled evil. Your new moons, your seasons, meaning your holidays and feast days and whatnot you celebrate in my name. For what? I'm not even connected to it. Where is it that you honoring me in it? Surely you met. <laughs> All right, now. <sighs> Your seasons my soul hates. They're a burden to me. I'm weary of bearing them. And when you spread out your hands... I'll hide my eyes from you no matter how much you pray. I will not listen. Father God in heaven. Oof. I, I think I'm going to read that one more time. I cannot abide assembled evil your new moons, your seasons. My soul hates They're a burden to me. I'm weary of bearing them. And when you spread out your hands, I'll hide my eyes from you. No matter how much you pray, I will not listen. Your hands are covered with blood. Wash. Get clean. Remove your evil doings from before my eyes. Cease dealing harshly. Practice dealing kindly. Seek after justice. Correct the violent. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Father, father, this is where they stole it from, ain't it? Yeah, I know, I know. Come, let us settle the case, said Yahuwah. Come, sit down, let us talk. So we can fix this shit. Though your sins be like scarlet robes, they'll turn white as snow. Though red as crimson dye, they'll become like fleece, wool. If you acquiesce, meaning, if you if you let go and 
and you do what I've told you, if you if you stop fighting with me, if you just be obedient and do what I've told you, if you acquiesce, if you give up and obey, you eat of the good of the land. I will give you everything you need. I will provide beyond your measure of what you could ever think or ask for. If you refuse and revolt, you'll be eaten by the sword. Yahuwah's mouth has spoken. That's it. It's black and white with him. You either do it or you don't. You either follow or you won't. He said, acquiesce, give up, and let's settle the score. I won't even hold it against you. Just do what I've said. And once you've done it, your life will turn around. Everything will change. You will see the good of the land, meaning I will bless you abundantly. You won't have to suffer anymore. Put me to the test, is what he said. Will you test to see whether or not I will give you all that I said? Or will you continue to fight against me and see that I will not answer you anymore? Father God in heaven, please never let me get to a place that you do not answer my prayer. Because I don't even want to know what that life is like. All I want to do is say thank you for the abundance you've laid upon me. As a, as a kind gesture of me doing what you've commanded me to do. I'm telling you, it's been so long since God has moved in my life the way he has. And when I got home on Friday after that event, he said, I got so much and something ready for you. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of it tomorrow. I wasn't even expecting to get that check. I wasn't even expecting half of the things that had transpired that that um this week. I'm just grateful that God had You don't know. You don't know how hard it's been for me lately. And to see him beginning to bless me in ways that I cannot expect. Those were blessings I didn't even see coming. There weren't things, anything that I sowed into nor reaped to receive. They just, they appear. You already know a nigga getting extra money for the IRS is unheard of. So... When they give you money back, nigga, you like, wow. God is good. Whether or not you believe in him, he is good to me. I have a story to tell. I always have something to say about what he's done in my life. I just want to tell y'all today. 
that above all things, he is good. He is abundant and a blessing in every way. I want to tell you that I love you if nobody's ever done it or hasn't done it today. Know that you matter and you mean something to me. I speak strong and covering blessings over your life. Shalom, salam, shalom, whichever one you choose. Much love and respect, family.